So is he real? Who? The boogeyman. I read you quoted. You don't believe in the boogeyman? I believe in Michael Myers, a deranged serial killer, but the boogeyman. Oh, you should. What's up, creeps? Ding, 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 ding. What the fuck is up? This is a new episode of a new special segment we'll be doing here on that show we like to do. Right, you. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, that's what's up. Trailer Terrors. Everyone in the fucking world, including their grandmother right now, is talking about the brand new trailer for Halloween Ends. And, uh, of course, myself and Jeremy being lifelong Halloween aficionados, we felt it necessary to put Brady through complete hell. <laughs> And drag him through the mud and beat the shit out of him, knowing how he feels about Halloween Kills, to talk about the first trailer for Halloween Ends, which, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like if you're one of those guys on Twitter that, like, tagged Jason Blum every single day for the last six months, where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? I mean, thank you, but also go fuck yourself, because that's really annoying. You you really shouldn't be... Go fuck yourself, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You, You shouldn't, I mean... It's a no-no to tag people involved in movies. It really is on Twitter. Like, because they're going to see it, just like that guy earlier, you know? And we're going to get into that in our Nope review that we're going to be releasing separately from this episode. But, guys... And, and also, real quick, what's it going to accomplish, you tagging any of these producers it's like or they, clicks? They feel like They Attention. feel like the that... The, the director or the producer is going to go, all right, I got your, yeah. I got your tweet. Dude, at, they go home to their friends train and they're like, I guess because you tweeted me, <laughs> I'll fucking release the thing that you're dying to see. Or Crazy Train 37 goes back to his friends. He's like, yeah, Jason Blum uh, tagged me back on Twitter. We're like three days before big deal. they released NBD. the trailer. <laughs> Blum even said, like, you guys are brutal. Like, you guys are rough. Like, basically, like, leave me the fuck alone, man. Uh, we'll release it when you release it. And I think, though... You know what I say to that? Out. Goo goo gaga, bitch. Well, it, it, it leaked it's last night. Baby. like, And me and Jeremy were talking about that before we went to see Nope. And I knew by the end of the night they were going to release it. Because there was no way they were going to let a leaked trailer and shitty-ass fucking cam vid quality all over the internet spread before they could get it out. So by the time we were done with Nope, it was on the internet officially, pretty much. And so we all, we all watched it. I waited until I drove an hour and a half home from the screening and watched it on my television. With I, I, Literally, I'm shocked that Danielle didn't get mad because I refuse to watch a trailer on my phone. I have to watch it in the theater or on my, my setup with surround sound like literally all the way up. So when I came home, I'm like, I don't even care. Like and the trailer comes into, into that rumbling like boom, ding, ding, ding. So I'm shocked she wasn't like, turn it the fuck what off. The fuck? Yeah, but no, she didn't. She didn't hear it. She slept right through it, so I was so thankful. But we're not going to go any further without getting initial thoughts on this thing. Again, we both, well, Brady, you weren't on the review that we did when we were recording our Halloween Kills episode. We no, did that was a spoiler-free uh, one. Pre-Brady. And then we had Sean Clark Maybe. on. Or, yeah, <laughs> and so our listeners that are aware of those reviews know how we came away from that. Um, but we could kind of go around the horn as we are talking about our initial thoughts about this trailer and return to those initial feelings of Halloween kills. Um, but dude, since you're the novice and you didn't grow up watching the Halloween films like me and Jeremy did, mm-hmm. Brady, your initial take on this trailer after watching it last night. Yeah. Uh, so let me be very clear right off the bat. Uh, before the trailer came out, 
I fully believed that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride have just ventured so far off the path with this trilogy that they're no longer able to wrangle it back to any sort of cohesive, satisfying ending. That being said, I'm still hoping, it's like I said about Texas Chainsaw, I really want it to succeed. I don't personally think that it will. After seeing the trailer, I really only feel like those feelings for me were confirmed. Like, it's it's mind-boggling to me that the movie is supposed to be about this version of the shape who is basically able to collect social security now, based on how old he is, and he's still attacking Lori, and it's this big showdown between two senior citizens. Like, that doesn't do anything I, I gotta jump in anymore. and just say one thing, and this is something that me and Justin have talked about. Michael Myers would roughly be about the same age as Sylvester Stallone, or Arnold Schwarzenegger right now, those guys would still yes. fuck people up. There's a difference, though. He was in a fucking mental institution for all of his life while they've been out being able to go to the gym or do whatever and have But dude, he's pure evil. He's, in, he's completely in, like infiltrated his entire body. There's no more human left there. So also, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about a character that even in the first movie that was probably the most grounded out of this entire series got shot and... Yeah. Got up and walked away. So yeah, so I, so, I mean, like, I hate, I hated to interject there, Brady, but I had to at least. No, you're I good. had to throw that out there for. That's why for I made my him guys. go first. <laughs> I had to throw that Look, out there I, for my guys. Stallone I fully and, and expected that I was coming into this and I was going to get shit on, and that's fine. Like I, I, I love getting shit on a lot of the oh. movies, and yeah, I do. Sorry, uh, the old Cleveland steamer for me, boys. Uh, <laughs> I'll remember that next time we stay. <laughs> You'll remember that at Mahoning. Uh, yeah, baby. But nothing in the trailer did anything for me. Like, nothing stuck out or scared me or made me think, like, get excited for the movie. It's a bunch of fucking screaming. Yeah, we're getting more flashbacks and dream sequences. Like, cool, man. That was in Halloween Kills. And you know what Halloween Kills did for me? Nothing. Not, Absolutely not fucking goddamn nothing. Goddamn Jack and not goddamn shit. And here's the other yeah. thing the reason that I say I don't have faith in Danny McBride and David Gordon Green is because I loved 2018, I thought that was great. With Halloween Kills, by the end of that movie, you have a Jason Voorhees from Jason Lives. And I love that version of Jason Voorhees because that's what that franchise led up to, but it doesn't work with the established formula behind the shape. And yes, there's different versions that we've gotten of the shape through the movies, some good, some bad, but I I, I felt like most of the movies at least still stuck with that formula of he stalks, he plays with his victims because he's a predator. And now... They've removed that, and we're not getting that. He's just a brute force, which is what they believe his next step in his evolution is, and I just don't think that that's... If he was in the mental institution for so long, he would still stalk and pray and, and toy. I So that's those are my thoughts. I, uh, I don't mind him being a brute force, but he you have to have the shape element still involved, right? If it was yes. him in the shadows looming... You know, watching his victims and the us as the audience that builds suspense because we know it's the predator that is waiting to strike. And then you implement a Michael Myers with brute force. I'm on board with that. But me and Justin talked about it quite a bit last night. Um, Halloween Kills was like it was like the Michael Myers reality show. He was front and center. That the, the whole movie pretty much just followed him. It was like a day in the life of Michael Myers. The camera followed him. Like, he was the star of the movie. He's the main attraction, but he's not the star of the movie. He's what's selling the tickets, but he shouldn't be what we're seeing the whole movie. That takes the terror out of the shape, right? So, I'm okay with a brutal-ass Michael Myers, but also have him still be in the shadows. 
Is it my turn? Can I fucking go? Because I want to fucking go. I felt like this you're whole thing was your talking. turn. But it's that's your fine. turn. What are you okay. talking about? Okay. And you took my turn. You probably took Justin's turn. That's cool. All right. No, it's fine. So, what's really cool about being a lifelong... Oh, you're wrong. All right. Have a good night. Farewell. Uh, so, what's <laughs> what's really cool about being a lifelong Halloween fan is that you build friendships with fellow lifelong Halloween fans. And by the way, I apologize for my voice. I have a fucking sinus infection. Uh, I got a frog in this road. I digress, motherfuckers. That ain't no frog. That sounds good. Just do that voice the whole rest <laughs> of the show. You don't <laughs> always die from tobacco. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so like, I've got these friends that are also lifelong Halloween fans. So the moment this shit dropped, I was driving also about an hour and a half home from the the Nope screening, and I'm getting text messages and phone calls and Facebook messages and Instagram messages, and I got to give a shout out to my boy Jack Norman, who actually, he worked on Halloween Kills. Was it Kills? Yeah. Um, or was it 2018? I can't remember. Um, but he worked on one of the Halloween films, and my buddy Curtis Zamfodi, we call each other Thorn Brothers. We're like, dude... We're brothers in Thorn, brothers in Halloween, brothers in Michael Myers. I was talking to them specifically, and it was just nothing but theorizing this trailer and breaking it down, which, with that, I will say I think this was a smart trailer, uh, or teaser trailer, if you will, because it got us talking, it got us, you know, speculating, what is this thing? Like, so immediately my buddy Curtis was like, screenshot, Michael Myers has all of his fingers in the shot. Like, is this an imposter Michael Myers that we're getting? Because there's the scene in the trailer where he opens the door with his hand, right? Dude, it's a flashback. Or, I'm sorry, it's it's a dream sequence. Because Laurie Strode is also wearing her same costume from Halloween 1978. And in the background of the shot is the pumpkin that she carved in the 1978 film. So it's a dream sequence, which explains the hand. But there for a minute, we're like, whoa, whoa, yo, yo, yo. It's an imposter Michael Myers, because we've heard rumors that that could be a case with a, a plot point for this film. But no, it's it's going to be a dream sequence. Another thing that I'm going to throw out is like, man, Michael Myers can't get any fucking luck with his fucked up hand. I mean, it's like we zoomed in, me and my buddy zoomed in on the picture, and it's like he's already missing those fingers, right? His hand looks infected and zombie-like, and then... Laurie Strode stabs a knife through it again. I'm like, man, they keep fucking that hand up. He's like, all right, well, it's it's dead anyways. Go for it. Um, outside of that, it's kind of more of the same, right? It's action shots, montages of Laurie and Michael. Another thing that I'd like to call out is the fact that this creative team behind this trilogy has only really wanted to utilize the first film, even though in Halloween Kills there was tons of shit from other Halloween films that they stole, raped, borrowed, whatever you want to fucking call it. But this trailer, they were like, it was like their way of being like, hey, you guys love Halloween, right? Like, let's remind you. Here's clips from the original classic, the film that you love. Because they still, they, they want to, they know that they lost the audience with Halloween Kills, so they're like, oh, fuck, fuck, what do we do? Like, they're pissed about this last movie. Let's throw in clips from the original so they remember the movie that they like, and it might entice them to see this one. It's a subconscious effort, because when your brain 
it, when when your eyes connect to your brain something that you automatically know you love from your childhood or from a, a, another memory, it connects and you're like, that's the thing. That's the thing that I love. So you're you're not remembering the last movie, or it's at least it, for the second that you see that image, you're forgetting that movie that you didn't like. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm stoked to see Hawkins in that bitch. Like he's. Probably my favorite character out of this new trilogy. I just like him. Will Patton is such a good fucking actor. I will stand on top of a, till, a hill for my entire life and and say, cast this guy in everything but he, because he's a fucking knockout, man. I love that guy. I love his character. It was cool to see him. I wish they would have focused a little bit more on the Allison character, the granddaughter. However, I get they're selling a final Halloween film with Laurie and Michael. I get it. Um, the trailer, it was fast. It was fun. It got me and my buddies talking and theorizing about what this is going to be. But at the same time, it was more of the same. It kind of looks like the same shit that we've seen in the previous two Halloween movies. It didn't offer up anything else or like new that we haven't seen yet. Um, you know, obviously we got the the uh, plot synopsis, which you know, we which I could I we could talk about yeah, that. I was going to go into that real yeah. quick here, um, but so, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't actually read this, this may be a spoiler, but whatever, you're going to see the movie anyway. Um, but it centers around four years after the events of Halloween Kills. Lori is living with her granddaughter Allison, played by Annie Matichek, and is finishing writing her memoir. Michael Myers hasn't been seen since, so four years he's been totally absent. Uh, Lori, after allowing the specter of Michael to determine and drive. Her reality for decades has decided to liberate herself from fear and rage and embrace life. So maybe she's living a good life kind of thing. You know, fuck that guy. I'm, I'm gonna just going to live on and, and, and do my thing. I'm old. Um, but when a young man, Corey Cunningham, the Hardy Boys, Virgin River, that's um, the actor Ronan Campbell has played in those movies or shows. I don't know what those are. Is accused of killing a boy he was babysitting. It ignites a cascade of violence and terror that will force Lori to finally confront the evil that she can't control once and for all. Yeah, so that's... So I, I that's read that. another so. <laughs> another breakdown earlier today that uh, kind of gave a beat-by-beat beat of what that looks like with the kid. So I think it's going to be a situation of... Uh, there's this whole huge subplot because from everything I've heard is that this kid, Corey Cunningham, which that last name, quite the homage there, right, guys? Fucking Sean Cunningham, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for but, sure. Yeah, I was 100%. thinking Arthur Cunningham from Christine, but that there works you go. too. Perfect. Uh, so apparently a huge fraction of this, this final movie in this trilogy is going to follow this kid that either he didn't murder this kid he was babysitting and he's being, you know fucking the townspeople are going nuts about it like he's this cold-blooded killer or he did or there's been theories that he's being controlled by Michael Myers or Michael has transferred his power to him I I would be surprised if they went that route um well I think that they're yeah. I think that what they're going to do with this character is in Halloween 2018 they tried to spark an emotional connection with Laurie Strode and the trauma that trauma that she had you know, from what happened 40 years prior, I think that they're going to try to end this trilogy with something else that's traumatic and, like, you know, connected to the real world and, like, oh, like, this stuff happens in the real world and this is how we react as a society. Just like the social commentary that they attempted to interject in the last movie, which failed Awful. miserably. And that's what but I was going to say uh, is that... Oswald Cobblepot. They could, they could redo that and get a better chance this time, like... 
what you're saying with you thinking that direction, like they could do something good with that subplot of like the townspeople, Michael just disappears and you're like, okay, we need someone to blame someone to take our frustration out. Here's this kid who, if you look at it like with shades on, it matches up perfectly. So let's fucking take it out on him. I think that could work. And then Michael obviously resurfaces. I don't want them to go in a route when it doesn't sound like they will, where that copycat killer is who is running the show. I, I, I hope that there's that. not a copycat killer at all, because I just feel like we don't need that. Um, Maybe it could be people. Yeah. Maybe and, it could and, be and, people that think it's him. Maybe he's on the run from the law and people are saying it's him when it's really Michael that's returned. Who fucking knows what they're going to do. However, everybody involved with this production from Chris Nelson on his own podcast, the thing with two heads to John Carpenter's remarks to Jamie Lee Curtis's remarks. We know that we're going to get something so unique that fans are either going to embrace it and love it or they're going to hate it. That's pretty much all been stated. Yeah. Yeah. So back to initial thoughts since I haven't really stated mine yet. Um, And and I expected that to take that long. Uh, In terms of what the trailer is, I agree with Jeremy. This is more of a teaser. This isn't really a full trailer. And I do feel like this was pushed out because Nope is coming out this weekend and it's universal and they need to get eyes on this thing because it comes out this October. Um, It doesn't really show all that much new footage at all whatsoever. I did, however, really like the vibe. Um, It felt like Halloween. It looked like Halloween to me. I love that one shot hearkening back in the the opening of the trailer to the original first person tracking shot from the first Halloween movie. That was cool. Um, I, I, throwing those clips of the previous movies in there, I think not only is there to remind you of the, the other movies that you've seen or that you love or that you hate, but to also because they don't just want to show more footage from this movie yet. I think they're just waiting and they're going to do one large trailer and then we'll get another international trailer with more footage, and then that'll be it. Well, um, maybe they, they listened to people, because people's huge gripe with Halloween Kills was that they showed everything. They showed the entire and movie. And I was, yeah, I was the guy to ask Jason Blum about that one. Fucking I love it. Him. I yeah. mean, like, I, I listened to uh, The Thing With Two Heads' most recent podcast, and Chris Nelson talked about it, and he said that he was the same as us when they released that trailer, like, oh man. Yeah, he, he, he was, was like, fuck, he was definitely not all, happy He was about like, you that. showed all the kills and the whole movie. Like, I wish. Well, dude, he's old school, yeah. man. He's even older than we are. So he's he's that guy that grew up watching these movies in the theater and you would see the trailer in the theater and all you'd get is a teaser. Like, dude, the teaser trailer, for example, I went to a screening of You're Next at Alamo Winchester. My good friend Faye, who hosts Psycho Cinema, screened it last week and she showed the trailer for Christine and that trailer is literally just like a voiceover and dark shots of the car going over the car. It says Christine. And then it says the date that it gets released. That's it. There's no footage from the fucking movie there. So I didn't know that that had been that, released. What's that? A Christine trailer. Was that, are you talking about the original movie? The original. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. I thought you were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. They haven't done anything. Okay. I said old school. Yeah. Oh, okay, old. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it's part of the, the, the summer dude, uh, thing that we're doing. I the thought, for John Carpenter I thought that Blumhouse, because Blumhouse is doing a new Christine. Dude, had that happened, well, get the fuck I was out like, of here. What? Are you serious? I would have already it. talked about that on the show if I had seen that already. Um, 
And it wouldn't have been shown at a local Alamo draft house first. But no, uh, see, look at that. What happened there? Look how excited you got about a new Christine. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. But no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, trailers today are such a totally different animal than they were back in the day. And I understand that now. I don't necessarily agree with it or like it, but I understand why they do what they do. Understand. So when I asked Jason Blum that question about, you know, do you ever feel like you're showing too much? He doesn't think so. Because he thinks people are still going to go see the movies anyway, and he's actually 100% correct. They're not going to go, I saw too much of the trailer. 99.9 fucking percent of the time. People that are like, I'm not going to see that. I saw it all in the trailer. I think with his Black Christmas movie or Black Xmas, whatever the fuck they called it. No, it was Black Christmas. Okay. I think if they would have shown less in that trailer, people would have actually gone to see it. Because once we saw... People went and saw it. People went and saw I it. think more people would have gone to see it had they not shown so much because somebody like me, like I love Black Christmas, uh, if I would have gotten less of that trailer and it kind of been like open-ended, I would have been like, I'm kind of intrigued by this. Maybe I'll go see it. But the fact that you see the whole movie, I was like, dude, this looks like trash. I'm not going but to see it. That's why this. it's great that this, this teaser didn't really show you all that much, but <laughs> literally... What I tweeted was this movie, it shows you it's Halloween. Michael Myers is back and he's killing people. That's all you really need from a trailer for a Halloween movie. What else do you really want? You know what I mean? I'd, I'd prefer to wait and see you know the story beats in the movie. You know, the most iconic shots that'll be in the movie, in the movie, in the theater. I don't want to see it in a trailer. You know, when, but- when Halloween Kills came out, I watched the first trailer and that I don't think I watched any of the other trailers that came out for it. I didn't either. You and I talked about it yeah. on the show that we'd watch the first initial trailer, then we stayed away from all the I other I think trailers. that's what I'm going to do with this one, too. Um, even though, like I said, I'm, like, I'm already over here like fucking like fan theorying shit up. But I think that I will stay away from any future trailer for this thing until we go and see it. I, I, I think I'm with you. I would actually put it to our listeners and be like, yo... Do you want us to do more of these things where we talk about trailers in depth and in in, in in theory, like try to figure out what we think is going to happen in the movie? Or do you just want us to wait until we get to the fucking movie to see it? So um, we'd love to hear from you guys in regards to that. But I mean, overall, you're totally correct in saying that this trailer did its job in getting people talking. I mean, Halloween is trending right now on Twitter. It's trending on social media, which is exactly what they need to get that hype. Because make no mistake, whether people hated Halloween kills or not. Regardless if this trailer sucked or not, people are still going to go see a Halloween movie, especially if it's October. I mean, that's just like kind of the thing to do. It's tradition now. And I I only wonder, and this speculation will have to occur when we discuss the movie when we review it a couple months from now, but what they're going to do without that, you know, because there isn't that placeholder there anymore. Um, this has been that thing that people go to see. This is the event for October, and it's been consistently successful. So, um It'll be interesting to see what happens after I'm, this. I'm excited to see what happens next because Blumhouse's agreement with Trankus International that owns the rights to Halloween was for three films. So they've already reached their three-film agreement. Now, however, they've all made shit tons of money. So we all know that another contract can be written up. Another agreement can, can you know, be made for Blumhouse to make more of these things. Um... Without a doubt, this is going to lead to more Halloween films because this movie is going to, wait for it, kill at the fucking box office. We know it's going to. Every horror fan is going to go see this fucking thing. I'm all about it. Uh, And we love Michael Myers, even though we, 
Brady and I didn't particularly care for kills very much. Justin, you didn't care for kills very much. We're still excited about another Halloween film. We love Michael Myers. So I'm excited what they do after this when they're no longer trying to keep this thread of a narrative linked back to the 1978 movie. Listen, we've already essentially had so many reboots with this franchise. We don't need to go back to another super connected sequel, reboot, requel, whatever you want to call it, of the 1978 film. The next Halloween film should absolutely be the events of the first Halloween film happen. None of the new stars have anything to do with that shit. Michael Myers suddenly reappears, reemerges, however many years later, whatever. He could be, you know, whatever whatever new creative... Michael Myers in space! <laughs> I'd watch it. But whatever, whatever, whatever they want to do with it, just don't rely on going back to nostalgia-heavy shit. Give me new characters, give me a new interesting take, and give me Michael Myers as the shape in the shadows hunting and preying on teenagers. That's what I want. Yeah, and I think that's what the majority of Halloween fans really want out of these movies. But, you know, also, I would love to see something original done with these. You know, we were talking, uh, I think it was last week in regards to this conversation comes up about 80s throwback slashers and the such, and it's like, what else do you do other than, like, having people killed in interesting ways, attractive young people? You know, there, there's got to be something you can bring to the table. And I think if you get the right filmmaker and the right writer behind that, there'd be something had with that. I mean, you could really do something with it. But I don't I don't want to see anything regarding this franchise for at least a few years. Like, give people time to breathe. Give people time to get excited about it I'm calling it, it man. I'm calling it right now. After, after the success of that opening weekend... Shortly after, they're going to make an announcement that they're going to make another film. Because they're going to want to keep I the mean, public the- interest going because they want to keep <laughs> the money going. It's show business. It is a business. They're there to make money. So when this thing starts slaying course, at the box always. office, they're going to fucking announce Blumhouse is making another one. I mean, we do know, though, that you know diminishing returns are a thing. So if you rush something... The whole schedule got fucked up by COVID. So we would have had time in between kills and ends had COVID not been a thing. It would have been released a year earlier. So you'd have had that time period in between to get excited. I yep. think they're smart, though. I don't. They may be making another deal. I don't think we're going to get a release so quickly after that. But that's something we can talk about when we review the film in October. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this uh trailer terrors episode on halloween ends let us know what you think of the trailer i think pretty much everyone has watched this thing like i said early in the episode um brady you didn't say that much else in the episode i just wanted to give you a time is there anything else you wanted to say about this thing before we finish up i really appreciate you two including me in your halloween discussion (laughs) you're welcome no i mean i knew that going into this man like i and i've been upfront about it in the past like i do like the halloween franchise but it's not my favorite one and there's there's ones that I pick and choose to watch that I really enjoy. So I'm not a subject matter expert on it like you two are. Um, but that being said, you know, I'm going to shit on this movie until I see it and probably afterwards, but I still want it to succeed. And I'm look excited. at you being all positive. I'm excited for, for what it will do for horror movies, the genre horror movie sales. And, and maybe if it's good enough, they sign another contract and they go in a different direction. So, yeah. Yeah, so so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to the show and it's your first time, you can find us on social media, the Brain Stew Crew under Epic Film Guys at Epic Film Guys on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are available on literally every podcast platform available. But until next time, I'm Justin, I'm Jeremy, 
I'm B-Ratty. And as always, we like to ask you to keep it creepy. Ratty! Ding, 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 ding.